Welcome to Taiwan Talk on ICRT. I'm Ryan Drillsma. In this episode, I speak with journalist and author Joe Henley about his latest book, Migrante. The book details the hardships migrant workers face when they come to Taiwan. I'm here today with Joe Henley, who is the author of Migrante, as well as several other books. Can you talk a little bit about your personal journey and what led you to Asia, plus where you've lived and what you've done there? Uh, what led me to Asia was my roommate in college said that Taiwan was fun, and I said, "Okay, I like fun," and uh, I came to Taiwan uh, literally three weeks after she told me that. Uh, I was in journalism school at the time in Halifax, Nova Scotia, on the east coast of Canada, and wasn't quite sure what I wanted to do. I just knew I wanted to head out and try to become a writer somehow. And Taiwan ended up being the destination, and that was fifteen、uh, years ago. So I started freelancing.、Uh, that's eight years ago now, and I've been writing for newspapers, magazines, TV shows.、Uh, I did a movie a couple of years ago, just kind of doing whatever I need to do to survive as a writer and support my habit of writing novels.、Um, can you talk a little bit about the premise of your latest book, Migrante? Yes,、uh, Migrante is a book that I spent the last about five years uh, writing uh, because back around 2015,、uh, the start of 2015, I started reporting on issues related to、uh, migrant worker rights、mm. in Taiwan.、Um, as your listeners might be aware, there are、um, labor laws in Taiwan, obviously, but they are not equal for all people. They are not extended. To all people equally, and when it comes to factory workers, fishermen, caregivers from places like the Philippines and Indonesia, predominantly, they are not protected the same as Taiwanese people or Western expats、uh, such as myself. So I started reporting on that for the Taipei Times, South China Morning Post. So I was doing these reports, and they were getting a good response. But I wanted to do something. Uh, perhaps more impactful, something more long-lasting, more permanent,、uh, if possible. So I decided to write a book. It's a work of fiction, but it's based、uh, heavily in the reporting that I've done.、Uh, I've created, you know, like composite characters that、uh, take little bits and pieces of all the various、uh, horror stories I've heard, kind of over the years. Yeah. Regarding the exploitation that migrant workers are, are made to endure. Because of the lack of protection, and I, I put that together in a book, and I'm now using that book to raise money for a couple of groups here. One is the Serve the People Association.、Uh, they run a shelter in Taiwan for migrant workers who have had to leave their jobs、mm -hmm. um, due to、uh, many reasons, due to abuse, due to、um, having their pay withheld, passports withheld, all things like that. Uh, so I'm raising money for them, and I'm also raising money for the Elan Migrant Fishermen Union,、um, which is based in Nanfangao Harbor. Okay. And they are one of the few、uh, labor groups that are trying to extend protection to,、uh, particularly the、uh, offshore fishermen who operate in、uh, international waters, deep、yep. waters, and are not really protected at all. Um, without giving away any spoilers, could you give a rough summary of what happens in the story? Sure, sure, sure.、Uh, my main character,、uh, his name is Rizal. He's a young man in his early twenties.、Uh, he grows up 
in one of the cemetery communities in Manila, which uh, I also visited several of those communities for some other reporting that I was doing. What's a cemetery community? These are places uh, throughout Manila where people have made their homes actually in the public cemeteries because they have uh, mausoleums Mm -hmm. uh, mostly or, or just tombs. And for some people, this is kind of the only shelter that they can get in, right. in a crowded urban area. So they actually make homes uh, within the cemeteries. So he's uh, from one of those. And he gets word that there's a place where there's money to be made. Oh, you can even make enough to send back home to your family. It's a place called Taiwan. And all you have to do is get a job on a fishing boat. So he goes to a, uh, a broker. In Manila, he gets hooked up with a job in Taiwan, and he comes here to uh, join the fishing fleet and quickly finds out that it's not all that was promised to right. him. And he goes through the whole process that many fishermen uh, have to endure here regarding uh, fees for things, that uh, for services that are never performed, um, having their pay docked for things like room and board when they are just made to live on the boat yeah. for the entire time. Mm-hmm. And yeah, he goes through all manner of exploitation that I've heard about in the course of my reporting. Okay. Are any of the characters in the story based on particular people that you encountered? Most of them are uh, composite characters. Yeah. Uh, some, yes, are are heavily based on real people uh, that I have met. Um some of them have already been recognized by readers right, okay. uh, because I've been fairly faithful to the real person, just kind of changed the name. But mm-hmm. as far as any of the characters who are, say, migrant workers within the book, those are all composite uh, characters. None of them are actually based on just one person. Um, as a journalist, why did you feel compelled to write this as a work of fiction? I think, uh, well, for one, because in speaking with migrant workers over the years, there are a number of them who don't wish to have their particular names or details revealed um, for various reasons. Uh, Sometimes it's just perhaps that they are somewhat embarrassed, maybe, that they have been taken advantage of. Mm -hmm. They feel that they've been tricked and they sometimes they feel that's a source of embarrassment. So you need to protect that uh, confidentiality. I think I wanted to present it accurately, um, but do so with ha- where I had free range to kind of have a sense of drama about it, to build a narrative through one character, Yeah. but to incorporate details from many different people Okay. through that character's eyes. So I think this was the best way that I could go about that. These people are often treated as something less than human. They are treated mm. as basically like human chattel. They're, they're like a product yeah. almost. They are not treated as individuals who have thoughts, hopes, dreams. Yeah. And they don't have a lot of recourse if something bad happens because their employers will hold their passports. They'll hold their uh, ARC they might not speak the language here, although some of them do. Okay. And what sort of places uh, can people read your publications? Uh, they can get it mostly off of uh, Amazon. Yeah. Um, my publisher is Camphor Press for the last two uh, books that I've done. They can buy them 
uh, from their website. Yep. Or basically any online outlets. It's it's available every possible online outlet that you can imagine. And uh, do you have any more works in the pipeline at the moment? Uh, after this one, I am taking a little bit of a break from novel writing. I'm working on some other projects. Just yep. none of them are books. Well, hopefully we can help you spread the word here on ICRT. Yes, thank you. I'm, uh, and I get to be indoors when I do. So this, is, <laughs> this is nice. I'm much more at home in like a small room like this. Joe Henley, thank you for coming and speaking to us today. Migrante is out now. Please go and buy a copy. Yes, please go buy it. And uh, yeah, thanks for having me. Thank you, Joe.